When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Love is the law every day here from three to six, especially today because we are just rested and refreshed after that beautiful weekend. <laughs> we are ready to take on this rain and ice and snow and everything coming our way, right, ladies? We are. There's snow and ice coming our way. Yeah, what yeah. do you know that well, we there's don't rain know? now? Oh, and it'll be okay. colder later. That might turn to ice, right? Yeah, oh, don't give up your day job, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> doll is retiring. Well, but I got a chance. I know it. We're moving all around this building. I can do anything. There oh. you go. Happy Happy Monday. The election was called on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, people were happy. There were people, people that were, were upset, uh, upset. But you know what? I am glad that it's over. And as I said a couple months before the election, I really got tired of this whole, I don't know when it all started, the red and the blue state. But uh, someone on social media pointed out that when red and blue get together, it's purple. It's a great. I love that, and it is. And so, just I just that that's just this the relief of having it be over with and done because I kind of feel like it's been going on the election thing. You know, Forever. we go on so much longer than any other country, like Canada, six weeks. That's it. Oh, for advertising and everything. Just yes. get it done. Rawhide. Rawhide. Way to it's go. It's not a bad way to go. So anyway, but uh, I, I, I did notice people followed your yelling instructions on uh, your one weekend claim, <laughs> your weekend My- pick, get outside. And it was just, I gave you so much crap. It was kind of funny. Oh, both of you and Rocco, I was like so because excited about the so picks. Obvious. You were like, I have so many yeah, things say, to say. Uh, um, get outside. Go outside and do something. And we were just like deflated. <laughs> But, but I, it was the it was beautiful. It really, it really. Oh my gosh! It it was great, and people were you know um, outside yes. in mass. That's, it was that was wonderful. Sure. Yeah, I I did uh, my window box and got that done, and a lot of other people got that so done and I. said it's the first time that they didn't freeze. One hundred or do them in my garage, you know, getting the pots ready. No, it was why did, so. Why do I do this so late? It was so nice. Yeah. So, anyway, and then uh, I did uh, a little. Uh, I went to a little uh, uh, dance, piano, and art recital yesterday by a four and a six year old. Yeah, I did. Indoors? No, it was outside. Nice. Outside, and the weather cooperated. It was so nice yesterday. We were going to be outside anyway, but we thought with blankets. Right. But uh, anyway, so that that was kind of fun, and we went home on uh, Minnehaha Parkway. Just I said, Casey, let's go for a Sunday drive drive and just see how pretty it is, and let's see if people are following Julia's instructions. Mm -hmm. Not that there is any worry. And I mean... 
It's we beautiful. were we weren't even two minutes into the lovely ride and seeing all the people and parks and just people were en masse and Casey was just sleeping away and mm-hmm. oatmeal snoring. It's a Sunday drive when you get to fall asleep in the in the passenger's car, <laughs> o- isn't it? Oatmeal snoring? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. I'm, okay, so when we we did a billboard turn. years ago, Rocco, yeah. and the photographer, you know, Christopher, um, he had us do puh. And what was the other one? Poo. Poo. And puh. and it was like to um, get your mouth in the right like sort of frame of look. Poo. So when you and so we were laughing and we were in a shopping cart, I believe that was when you were yes. going to go on the thousand dollar shopping. Oh, I remember spree. that, yeah. Yeah, and we were in the shopping cart and, and we were sed- trying to look like um, <laughs> sexy people, seductive in the car in the cart instead of and just not going- having the metal jamming in your back and you're you're so uncomfortable. Pa pa poo. <laughs> it's funny. I went to Chankaska Creek Ranch Vineyard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday. What they, a beautiful day to it, be there. Heavenly, heavenly. And I came back with now. You know, I like my cream liqueurs. Yeah. So I came back with North Forest Cream Maple Bourbon Pecan mm. Liqueur. How good wow. does that sound? Doesn't that sound good? It sounds amazing. And maybe I'll give you. A, I think it'd be. Yeah, Did it's you, amazing. Was it expensive. I don't. Not bad. not bad. No, not bad. Like Bailey's no, or something. Comparable? Something. Yes, mm-hmm. something like that. But oh my gosh, I thought I was going to die. Really good. So good. And then I brought some cream pumpkin back. I'll give you guys a little taste later. Yeah. I didn't know you were a cream liqueur fan. I am any. Well, yes. you know, no, I I'm a sugar queen. Yeah, I love a creamy drink. I do too. And like for dessert, like, some stuff. Exactly. Instead of dessert, just yeah. I'm going to have, you know. And it's winter's coming and it just sounded, felt cozy oh, and everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was a lovely day. Where you get in trouble is if you add vodka to your creamy drink and then that makes it strong, like a white rush. And then you forget or, to eat. Well, yeah, I mean, but you can't. I would. But that that's where it gets. It's tricky, but if you just have like a, a little on the eye on ice mm-hmm. or in a coffee, it's mm-hmm. just mine tends to find itself on vanilla bean ice cream. Ice a lot. cream. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Casey did have a Rupert float this weekend. We oh, went over yeah. to celebrate with some friends and um he got double dessert. He got um, Oh, he must have been hitting all Oh yeah. He got corners a hot of the glass. chocolate <laughs> with uh <laughs> peppermint schnapps and whipped cream on top oh, and yeah. then a Rupert float. Oh yeah, I'm like to my friend. Are you trying? To, I'm thinking, you trying to steal my husband here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of his things. Rocco, did you did you guys do any? Did you get any um, kayak? <laughs> no, we did, but we did. We did pretty much had projector night both Friday and Saturday yeah. with friends over. We watched. I had some buddies over to watch like uh, heavy metal videos on the Friday night, and then we watched the Biden speech on Saturday night, and uh, it was just good to be outside. Oh, and SNL. That was pretty funny, too. Yeah. What'd you think of Chappelle? I, I thought he was good, but I never like when anybody uses the N-word. But oh, I, that was weird, yeah. I on TV, and they didn't even bleep it. Yeah, but he had a really, you know, pointed, I mean, the points that he was making, you can tell this is what he's been working on in the cornfield when he talked about the concerts. Yeah. But he came out smoking a cigarette. Right. I saw that. Can you oh even my do gosh. that in New York? Yeah. Well, no. He, at, yeah, you can. If well, you're Simon SNL. Cowell did it, and he got in trouble. No, he didn't get in trouble. Oh, that's, well, he... He, he did not get in trouble. Yeah. Someone who complained that's about true. him lost her job, so no, he did not get in trouble. I mean, he might have gotten, you know, some something happened to him because he did fall off an electric bike and break his back. Karma. Karma right. trouble. Karma, Karma trouble. trouble. Uh-huh. But uh, Rocco, you didn't by any chance watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on no, HBO? No, was that on HBO? No, I did not watch that. Yeah, was, you have to do that. Is it is it archived and? 
Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It, that one always replays about a million times. It was, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but Casey's like, ah, I don't want to watch this. And I said, oh, okay. And then the first group inducted is the Doobie Brothers. Next thing I know, I got a companion wanting to watch <laughs> the whole thing because it's... It was, was just it, speeches. It, it was no me- live music, I thought. Well, there wasn't any live music, but it's always... The, the thing about that has always been the taped pieces they put together, the interviews. Yeah. And then they had people then zooming from their home. And I always forget, like, the Doobie Brothers was like two bands, the Doobie Brothers and then the Doobie Brothers with Michael McDonald when the one guy had right. to retire and... You know, Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, Whitney Houston, Notorious B.I.G. It was, I I enjoyed you it just it. because of the music thing of it. And it's feeling like you're connecting with some music, you know, and just kind of uh, some of the clips that they were showing of the Doobie Brothers. And everybody had that one album. Oh, oh. I, I can't think of the name I, of it, but, but it, it was like late 70s. Like or that. Listen to the music. Yes, and it? it was on at every party, every keg, everywhere. It was just everywhere, and those guys were... Every keg, again. again. It's Monday, we're talking Second about the kegs already. Well, okay, if I can just say this, Rocco, about Duluth East High School, at yes. least back in the day, is that the drinking age in Superior was 18, so the boys with mustaches, which was like half of our class, could go and buy kegs in Superior. <laughs> and then there were gravel pits and other lakes and river places. And you could, they, we would, we always had music. They would, guys would come and have speakers on the flatbed of their mm-hmm. truck. And someone would be a DJ. And it's just, I didn't know that everybody didn't have. Drinking it. I thought... Be- she didn't know everyone couldn't get in a bar at 15. No, no. I didn't... Like, a lot of people go, oh, we had a, you know, a boom. Because some... But they had the full, you know... They brought, like, a full stereo to It's the- fancy. Yeah. Yeah, but we were cake eaters. Like, I guess that's what it was supposed was to be. Was it like the movie Dazed and Confused? Kind like, of. Party at the Moon Tower? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, I can picture that. Doobie Brothers playing. Keep Smiling was another place that was... Uh, gathering in the woods off of seven bridges road and that was the name of that party place let's meet at keep smiling wow <laughs> ours were just goodrich pivers point the valley yeah so you had you know this place is spa all right listen we come back it's our story we can't get enough of in sync in sync all right mm-hmm. so uh well this was kind of exciting news i get up this morning and you know, Casey's like, you got to stop and listen to this. And it was the CEO of Pfizer was mm-hmm. on and the market was going crazy. And apparently, you know, there's private companies that are working on their own. And then drug companies that have been working with different governments on the vaccine. Pfizer, makers of Viagra. So, you know, they've made a ton of money um, and have a lot of money for mm-hmm. research. They've done a vaccine on their own, and uh, 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 the Pfizer uh, CEO said, yeah, this is, it's unbelievable what we're finding. He went into a lot of, like, uh, stuff we we distilled it. I think Rocco did this for us from CBS This Morning News, and they had a doctor on, of course, all of the networks were covering it, but um, that they have evidence that this, Corona vaccine works and is more than 90% effective. So hopefully this will get some of your questions answered. This morning, the drug giant Pfizer announced it has evidence that its planned coronavirus vaccine works. 
The U.S. has reported more than 100,000 cases a day for the last five days, 585,000 in all, and we're close to reaching 10 million COVID cases since this pandemic began in this country. Our Dr. David Agus joins us to talk about the breaking news. David, they're saying the headline says the drug is 90% effective. That is very encouraging. What can you tell us about this? Well, the FDA set a bar for 50% and 90%. So 90% reduction in uh, symptoms of the virus and people who got the vaccine. And so this is a momentous occasion. This is the first of what will be several vaccines that will show efficacy really over the next several weeks. But we're here, a long road, but the vaccine appears to have worked. This is, I mean, like, this is the same level, you know, for the vaccines for the measles and things like and that. And polio. And polio. This yeah. is the real deal. Yeah. Do we have a little bit more, Rocco? Okay. David, there's, there's some more testing to be done, though, correct? What's the timetable here? Well, I mean, the, the testing show it worked. Um, the, the safety data, we need two months uh, of people, um, majority of people in the trial to be exposed, which is any day now. And so I really think that over the next days, the material put together a file for an emergency use authorization with the Food and Drug Administration. And then in December, we can have the vaccine. There are 50 million doses of this vaccine that will be available before the year's end. And this is huge. Uh, yeah. This it, is so hopeful. It, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do, do we have one more cut? Okay, let's play the last one, and then we'll fill in some of the um, holes. Dr. Agus, what about distribution? If we have that 50 million, do we have the network and the cold storage, if that's what's required, to get this to people safely? You're always the practical one. So <laughs> the answer is yes with Pfizer. It is. Um, this, this vaccine has to be stored at minus 95 degrees Fahrenheit. And Pfizer made their own boxes that take about 1,000 doses. And they're shipping these boxes that have about a 10-day life um, where they can keep the vaccine cold to large hospitals where the distributions will happen. So Pfizer is not part of Operation Warp Speed on either the clinical trials or the distribution. They've done it on their own. And they seem to have a very efficient system here in the United States to do it. And Operation Warp Speed is that is the one the federal government is doing in partnership with I don't know what drug companies. Yes. So the uh, that's very interesting about the, that they figured out a way of shipping it for the cold storage. Mm-hmm. So the flu is the efficacy of the seasonal flu shot. Um, like right now for we're on track. Um, let me see for well 2018 we're on we're on track for 39% effective with the flu shot okay for right and if this is 90% this is not- all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 90% right. and then they said um, 90% is well above the 50% that the FDA was going to require for the coronavirus and a friend of ours who you know who's a doctor mm-hmm. explained that 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 the really challenging thing with the coronavirus is he said anything that's a droplets that's that's how that's what a cold is yeah. and he said can be really tricky so i mean he was kind of like feeling like it was really going to be quite a bit of time of course he didn't know anybody at Pfizer and didn't Ex- know all actually, this exciting yes, stuff but yes. um uh, so anyway, so that is, as you said, that's the immunity that's offered by measles, polio, major vaccines. Major this vaccines is very exciting. That basically get eradicated. You know, so that's yeah, it's super. And you'll have to get two doses, mm-hmm. just like you do later in life, kids, when you get something called a shingle sh- uh, shot for if you had chickenpox when you were a kid. Yes, and you got to get the only one that knows. This. No, no, yeah, I, know. I haven't done it yet. I well, yeah, I think you're you too young. Okay, I think 50 you're too is young, when they tell okay. you yeah. that you can get it. But I know some uh, ladies in their 40s who got shingles. Ooh. And once you get it once, I guess you can get it back. But oh, my really? one friend who had it said it felt like she had broken glass coming up yeah. through her skin. I so, should make that appointment when yeah. I think about that. Yeah. I'm going to. You I'm going to do get it on it a at, Friday at 2. You can get it at Walgreens. You, you know, they do job. it. Yeah, but you can get it at, you know... Or your yeah, I know. And I, need to, I need to make it's that one. Co- you know, it's like covered. But anyway, so that's kind of... Um, that's that's exciting. But you will need two of the Rona right. shots. Um, right. When those are available. Now, you know, there have been surveys where they said, you know, only like... Uh, 35 or 40% of people even want to get the get a vaccine uh shot but fine. I don't think people have these results or know what's going on you know no but that yeah. it, because it, like the vaccine it, it, like it's become a dirty word I'm ready for it I am I'm too. ready to get dirty yeah let's let's, <laughs> we, do, let's get dirty people do you think we can I'm get so live ready. faster cuz we have essential yeah, worker letters no, in we, our car I know because uh, here's what they did say is that they will, of course, the first people will be everybody that's, you know, working front line, Absolutely. Uh, all the hospital, military. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are, there's the real be, people. Yeah. The people, the that, real important people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because at the rate that the positive cases mm-hmm. and stuff are exploding. I know. I know. But I kind of feel like with this news and the election being over, I can get over the disappointment of basically. That Christmas and Thanksgiving are basically canceled. They're a new version this year mm-hmm. that we hope never to repeat again. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I can deal with it. Like, just, okay. Because there's hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. Do you feel that way, Rocco? I mean, I'm just yeah. like... I, I feel like there's hope, but at the same time, we're hearing that this new wave is going to be worse than it was, you know, in March and well, April. So no, the, let's be careful out there. So. Yeah, the wave is that people are going inside and people aren't wearing masks and people are spreading it. That's why, because we're going inside. We've been outside. So yeah. that's what they don't mean you're going to get any sicker. It just is more people, right? right. That's right. how. 
But let's be careful out there still. Wear your damn mask, right? Do it, do it. Or when we come back, oh, we have to honor Mr. Trebek. 2020. Yeah, at least Trebek, um, he didn't pass away until Sunday. And he had a great day on Saturday with his family. And we'll be back to talk about his life. That's a perfect song. I soak up the... I don't even mind today. We, you know, it was, <laughs> it was like, so at least it was We had this last morning. week. We, we can we, accept this. We had last week. Right. We do have We've to just accept tonight. it. We've got tonight. We had yesterday. Okay. So that was sad. I think it was yesterday morning that yeah. we found out that Alex Trebek passed away after his year and a half battle with stage four pancreatic cancer. And that is, that's just a tough one. It's, it's the highest mortality rate of all cancers because you find out so late because of where your pancreas is located. And he was everywhere t- talking to people about it and raising yes. awareness of what the symptoms were and his... Um, I want to read his book. His book, you know, was came on... Out in June or something. Yeah, it was on the New York Times bestseller. But we've got uh, Joe, uh, Joe Fryer from uh, the Today Show uh, just takes a look at his life. And Holly also posted a look at his life in pictures, because if you think about it, he's been on the air since 1984. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a generational thing, like people watching Jeopardy. Absolutely. It's like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Same thing. Pat Sajak and Vanna. Long they're time. looking ahead if, you know, and they're going, oh, this is, cause, you know what I mean? It's just like, or people watch them both, you know, but we'll just go ahead and listen to NBC. This morning, millions are remembering the man with all the answers, Alex Trebek. We provide the categories and the answers. The host of Jeopardy! For more than three decades, Trebek smoothly delivered the clues before the questions. From the Greek, 1200. Answer. His work ethic and dry sense of humor cemented him as the world's foremost quiz master. While his exasperation with contestants... What's a Corvair? No. Who is Mr. Shoe? No. Who is Alexander the Great? No. Uh, you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Celebrity Jeopardy! Was famously parodied on Saturday Night Live by Will Fair. You know, let's just do states that end in Hampshire for 200. Trebek opened up about the satire to Jenna. Do you like the way they portray you on Saturday Night Live? Absolutely. It doesn't bother me uh, one bit. Please answer in the form of a question. You can make fun of us all you want, and I love it. Is there any more, Rocco? Okay, let's just keep rolling. Born and raised in Canada, Trebek began his career as a newscaster and then game show host on CBC. In 1973, Trebek came to America to host The Wizard of Odds on NBC before taking over Jeopardy in 1984. Last year, Trebek's courageous public battle with cancer took center stage. This week, I was diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. After completing chemotherapy treatments, he returned to his post. I'm on the mend, and that's all I can hope for right now. And after the pandemic delayed taping for months, Trebek returned again. A grateful contestant shared his heartfelt appreciation. I learned English because of you. It's a pretty special moment for me. Thank you very much. That was really a sweet moment. That was a sweet moment. And Anderson Cooper, uh, he got like teary-eyed talking about how much he loved watching Jeopardy because he was kind of like, I don't know, didn't have anything to do after high school, Mm -hmm. in high school. And he said, so when I got to be on like whatever their version of celebrity and got to actually meet him, I was just starstruck and in awe and I wanted him to like me. Oh, 
You know, do we have any more from that, Joe Fryer? Okay, one yeah, more. Yeah, one more. Okay. Jeopardy's winningest contestant, Ken Jennings, writes, Alex wasn't just the best ever at what he did. He was also a lovely and deeply decent man, and I'm grateful for every minute I got to spend with him. More than 8,000 Jeopardy episodes later, Trebek leaves an indelible mark on American life. Gone from one show to another show. They all prepared me for the show that many people feel I was destined to host. Trebek is survived by his wife of 30 years, Jean, and children, Matthew, Emily, and Nikki. Jeopardy! tells us that episodes hosted by Trebek will air through December. In fact, the last one is set for Christmas Day. Quite mm. the gift for all of us, mm. Man and Hoda. And he said, he told Michael Strain in an interview a couple weeks ago that he... Said goodbye. He told the producers, I need 30 seconds mm-hmm. uh, at the end of this. Because he knew, you know, because they paid how maybe they taped three a day or whatever yeah. it was, and they knew, and so so he is going to say we are going to see his same goodbye. So there are seven more weeks of Alec, Alex Trebek. Um, well, here is a couple things I was just kind of looking for some random things about him. So he was from Canada, but when he moved and he did some TV French, shows, the, the French side, so okay. he spoke French. He, when he moved to L.A., his roommate was Alan Thick. Of Growing Pains. Also Canadian. Yes. Yeah. And um, he said Alan Thicke and him were like the odd couple. He was Felix, the super clean one, right. and Alan Thicke was Oscar. He, his degree was in philosophy at the University we're of about Ottawa. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. So, but, you know, on that side of mm-hmm. uh, Canada, everybody speaks French. French, and even their English is has a little bit of a... More oh, maybe you can less. share with us how to say um, yes. yeah. pan de chocolate <laughs> at the Eurclair. Remember on Friday when you were doing your French? The pan de chocolate with your French speaking accent? No. All right. Well, anyway, he also said that Lucille Ball was the one who helped him land the Jeopardy job because she was friends with Merv Griffin. Griffin, who she, invented Jeopardy yes. and Wheel of Fortune. And was a huge fan of his game show that he was on before called High Rollers. Oh, I remember that oh, yeah. show. I, do you? I don't. What was it about? I don't I remember don't know. that. I don't know. I think they had giant... Rolling some dice, yeah. Yeah, it was just some... It had, like, bling. This game had, like, more bling. I just remember it was... Was it a slot machine? That was I the visual. I'll have to look. I forgot about that. I do see him. I watch Buzzer a bit, which is like channel 9 4 on yeah. okay. whatever. And um, he's on Classic Concentration. Yeah. Oh. Where you had to solve like these okay. visual puzzles. I loved so that game. He moved around until he found Jeopardy, basically, right. until 84 when he was the perfect fit. And he had um, his, he was first marriage. He was married for seven years. And he said that he got divorced in 1981 and he lived like a depressed monk. He said, I, every night I had a bucket of KFC, a bottle oh, of white wine. This is from his memoir. That's yeah. how we know that story. That was in his Yes. Book. And that with this love of his life, you know, that they spent the last days watching the horizon. He was swinging on Saturday, swinging. And I mean, you know, it's what? That, Swinging okay. like on a swing. He wanted oh, okay, to yard, gotcha. You yeah. wanted to just swing. Mm-hmm. So uh, he also bred racehorses. I didn't, I didn't know, that. know that. And he was the son of a chef, and he ran one leg of the Olympics in 1996 carrying a torch. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, that's Merv Griffin. He really must be one of the wealthiest. Uh, or his family or whatever. Think about of, it. I mean, game, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy yes. are Merv Griffin wonder, en- Enterprises. Yeah. 
Whoa. I know. I mean, Jeopardy is the number two show overall in syndication. Five million people a night watch Jeopardy, and they have for years and years. I mean, this will be very difficult uh, to name a successor. Yes. I I laughed out loud at at George Stephanopoulos is considering it. I thought, no, he's not. He wouldn't do that. They tape in L.A. Right. And George lives in New York, and his daughters are school age. Yeah. uh, you know, Ooh, but did you guys like the Ken Jennings, the guy who won all the time? Do you think he would be a good host? No, I feel like he didn't have a personality. No, don't you no. think? It's no. hard to say. I mean, you never know. Who, who can say? Yeah, who can say? It's being a game show host is kind of a tricky job. You know, you don't want to overdo it. You it don't want to really, underdo it. It really is. I mean, you saw it like what? Didn't they redo like the match game with um, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin, and that was like eh, mm-hmm. too much. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, that guy, Gene Rayburn, oh, he was everything. He was he was kind of a classic a game half. show yeah. host. That's you know? mm-hmm. on buzzer a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it won't be easy. I think what they should do is just have rotating hosts for a while until they you know settle in on that with yeah. Kelly and just see if the, if anybody has any magic. Anyone sticks? I mean, definitely let Will Ferrell do it if he wants to. You know. Because I think it would be funny. He played that on the SNL. Yeah. SNL, yes. And, uh, um, yeah, so I think that's what, maybe what they're going to end up doing. But they certainly did know that um, he, he was dying. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. that it wasn't looking looking great for him. But he was, um, I, I remember when he shaved off his damn mustache, and that was like worldwide news. When was that? That was like in... Um, when did he shave off his mustache? In 2001, his viewership erupted in titillation. And um, that was his signature thing was that oh, he had mustache, a massive mustache that he had. A Mark Spitz or, mustache. Yeah, yeah. Not, to ma- age, not age too yourself. bushy. Not yep. too bushy. But uh, anyway, yeah. And then do you remember a show called Dance Fever? That was yes, yes I do. Denny Terrio? Yes. Yes, that was another <laughs> Merv Griffin show. Oh, I'm Kind of sure. his response to American Bandstand yes. or Soul Train. Um, and that and, was right in the heart when disco was Oh, huge, yeah. Yes. You know? It was on Saturday night, I felt like. Or yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, Danny Terrio, look at that. All right, so Merv Griffin, Dance Fevers, Reach for the Stars. Oh, we had so many. Wait, so Alex Trebek was part of Dance Fever? No, he wasn't. Oh. He wasn't. Okay. Uh he, Alex Trebek, uh, I guess Art Fleming was the host of the first Jeopardy. And then Alex Trebek took over when the show was revived in syndication in 1984 and never. But it was Art Fleming, that guy. So and he just said, you know, I'm not the, I'm a little bit of a star, but it's the contestants and the um, questions or the answers mm-hmm. that are that are really it. So. Anyway, I would, uh, 36 years, that's a long time. And that then is a work long right time. up until yeah. he passed away. Wow. Jeez mm-hmm. Louise. And then Norm, uh, another Norm Crosby. Now, this is for people of a certain age, but he's 93. He was a longtime uh, guest of The Tonight Show, Norm Crosby. He's the king of malaprops, maybe way more than you and I, Julia, but he... He really, I never know, I never knew if that was part of his bit or not, but he goes back to 
He was a regular on The Tonight Show many, many, many times. Johnny Carson Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah. sorry. The Ed Sullivan Show, but he also was uh, on The Larry Sanders Show, if you watch that, mm-hmm. which was so funny. And then many episodes of The Love Boat and Roseanne. And recently he was in Grown Ups 2 where he played a Kmart worker and he was in Eight Crazy Nights. But he was a regular on the roasting circuit. That's oh. where a lot of people will know. Those old Dean Martin celebrity Those, roasts. Yes, yes. The Joan Rivers one was absolutely it's hysterical. hysterical. And he was 93 years old. So he lived a good life. Yeah, he yeah he did. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, Whitney Houston was posthumously inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll be right back. There's a little Whitney Houston, one take Whitney Houston, you know, famously when she recorded uh, this song. One take. Okay, I want to just ask you this. This but is, is, is going to let me don't know. Don't you like that little, you know, that one take? Is that yeah. kind of unusual? I think so. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys this question. Just to, and feel free to, I want you to answer correctly. Did you have the Bodyguard soundtrack? I know you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Was there another song on it other than um, that? Song? There's only like oh, three that, on the whole soundtrack. Was, I they have did nothing. No, nothing. they had other songs, right? It but, had to but, be ten. But songs. Oh, they were there were like songs. three. I'm every, woman's on I'm every one, but there were like three remakes of the songs. It yeah. only gave you like a total of five songs. I had it, of yeah. course. You know, I'm yeah. a sappy singer. Song. I, I would turn that on as as loud as it would go in my car and yes. sing along. I just love that song so much. Yeah, replay. And I did and, replay. Yeah, yeah, replay. And then and then when I Kevin broke my first husband's heart and this song would come on, then I'd cry and sing to this because I, I would think, what have I done? I've probably made the big, you know how you question. Did, did I make the biggest mistake in my mistake life? Mistake in my life. Am I ever going to find love again? A man who you loved know. me. And so I would sing just as loudly, but <laughs> then I would be crying at the same time. So this song is just gives me the feels. Oh, it, it totally does. Yeah. It totally does. So so anyway, ironically, she's indicted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Inducted. See, no, that's indicted. in honor of Norm Crosby, King of the Malaprops. You do not get yeah, indicted into the Rock I don't know that the there rock. was irony involved, but whatever. But yeah. it's Rock and Roll. I always hate the name of the. We're calling it the Music Hall right, of Fame. Right, I get what you're yeah. saying. It you should be I mean? like the Pop Music yeah. Hall of Fame. It's a bad name. But, you know, remember how this thing started? It started, I don't know, Jan Wenner, Rolling Stone Magazine. Right. Uh, you know, he's. But anyway, but I was happy for. Whitney, because um, um, it was the people that they had remembering Whitney on the taped piece uh, was Jennifer Hudson with the most amazing, cute, short, new hairdo. Oh, beyond. Really? And then Alicia Keys. Yes. Because Alicia Keys wrote her last hit song, Million Dollar Bills. Which she famously Remember performed she? on Dancing with the Stars, and we were just in agony for her because it was she clear. Get the notes. But she it was clear that there was something. Remember, she had the comeback thing in in London. Yeah, and but we were... she it was like it was uncomfortable because we were just like, what? She just seemed like she wasn't in the best place and sweating. She didn't look well. No, she didn't. She did not look well, but no. she did give it her all. But anyway, they yeah, her voice was kind of grat, and you know, her voice was, was very. Hard. It sounded like a lot of cigarettes and you know crack or whatever. But bad things were going on. But uh, 
She said, "I uh, Sissy Houston did a little bit at the end because she said she would just she couldn't do very much of it because she cried. Because I mean, her mom is you know legendary singer, and then to Be outlive your daughter like that yeah, and everything. Yeah. But Pat Houston, of course, um, Whitney's aunt said, I remember in two thousand and nine, and we were in London, and Whitney That's was performing. Was. Yes." Yeah. And Whitney looked at me and said, "This is really thing. This is really special, but there's only one thing missing. I got to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which kind of blows me away. But good for her. No, because that's where every yeah. singer goes. That's where everyone belongs. I mean, and she did do it. And uh, and uh, so anyway, it was just uh, it was just kind of fun seeing all the pictures of um, Whitney Houston, you know, singing in the church and what a skinny." gawky kid with just this incredible voice that Clive Davis discovered. And he really, we all people, you know, that were in their twenties or whatever teens in the early eighties, we all had that first album of hers. I want to dance with somebody with her hair was all, I think she might've inspired many of us to get that perm. Not eyes to deliver. Okay. But you know what I mean? The dress, she was so fresh beyond and those and videos so, were all over MTV. And they, they were, were all everywhere. over, and she was just sunshine. And, and, and this voice. And then, you know, and then they did show a clip about how how much that hurt her feelings when she got booed at the Soul Train Awards. And, out, you know, kind of living in that whole, you're not black enough, you're not white enough, and music people. To, I mean, she did really adore Clive Davis and stayed with him. And uh, they also honored Irving Azoff and Ermit Adigan, too, like um, won a manager and uh, won Atlantic Records. Mm-hmm. So, and the Doobie Brothers was, it was, I, I recommend it if you have HBO. I thought it was really fun. Charlize Theron talked about Depeche Mode. And I thought that they, was kind of interesting that well, she was there. I mean, Julia, those of us who were reaching out and touching face and doing all that and loved that. Music, they were everything. I even had an album, a yeah. double, a double CD. You had to have liked Depeche Mode, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And um, I saw that there was a Van Halen tribute too. Oh, at, that was good. Uh, with um, Slash and a guy from Metallica and Tom Morello from Rage Against Machine. So, and and also Mark Boland, T Rex, bang, he was 30 years old and died in a car accident. And I mean, he was something else. He was a glam rocker, punker before anybody. You know, bang a gong, get it on. Yes, T Rex, get, get that yes. song for us, Rocco. I know, T Rex, yeah, oh, yeah. T Rex, and but he had a great story. I didn't really know it. He died way long. I mean, he was thirty when he died. He was good buddies with Ringo. He's an English guy. Yeah, and he had a Mark Boland TV show that was on in the UK, and he broke the Sex Pistol. Really. With that song, it blew up the whole world. And the way he dressed, he was very... What year did he die? I, I don't even know where to put well, this. Well, this song came, must have been in the late 60s. Oh, good Lord. Or maybe early 70s. But he died when he was 30, so maybe he died in the 80s or something. But uh, bigger star, of course, you know, in the UK. But September that song, 77. You're talking about Mark Boland, right? Yeah, so 77. So anyway... Um, but just like wearing the, you know, being a glam, glamorous 
you know, man androgyny, wearing right, a leopard. Got it, got and it, got it. He okay. had a TV show and he introduced the Sex Pistols to England, and you know that they were like so. He just encouraged rock and roll. So it. yeah, it, that was really I, I didn't I didn't really know. And then Miley Cyrus was Gwen Stefani. They were on for uh, the music guy Irving. All right, it sounds like it sounds yeah, it was like good. that's a fun thing. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty good. And you know, Springsteen and Diddy did the Notorious B.I.G. He, so, he was only twenty four when he died, Biggie. And you know, I mean that that that's young. That's so young. That is so young. And yet, in the photos, he was such a big guy. He looked older. It's he like, did look older. The weight like, aged him. It's like what you would do to get booze. You'd get the oldest looking guy. Is there anybody balding? Anyone with a good mustache? Any busty women who can Anyone put on overweight? lipstick? Anybody? Any busty women? Yeah, they can put okay. on some lipstick. <laughs> so we've got. <laughs> Yeah, we were studying at the library Friday and Saturday nights, weren't we? <laughs> Did you get asked to buy booze a lot, Julia? Isn't no. That, no, she was so sure. You I wanted someone sure. tall. I, yeah. You I, wanted someone tall and exactly. busty if it was going to be that. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. But thanks for asking, Roger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.